Hello, everyone. I wanted to get in here and uh, interrupt this great show by my great friend, Roger Stone. And uh, what we have is we have the best special ever exclusive to Lindell TV. And that is we have the, the everybody knows the towel sets, right? That's a six piece towel sets. If you go down to the radio podcast, we've got um, we've got our right there. They are He's $29.98. We're closing them out. We're closing out the towels. We have our new Shapir long staple, our new design on the right there. Those are, that were, those are on sale too. But what the exclusive for, for uh, our listeners and anyone watching Roger's show here, uh, you get there they are. We're closing these towels out. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're only, I believe there's three colors left, six piece towel sets. This is what I wanted to do to help out all our great hosts here and, uh, Roger's one of the best. So use the promo code STONE and you get it for $29.98 for a six-pack set. Otherwise, you call this number 800-858-0402. Use that promo code STONE. My operators are standing by. You're helping my pillow. You're helping yourself with these great products. And you can keep watching Roger's great show here on Lindell TV. And now, Lindell TV brings you The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone. Stone has served as a senior campaign aide to three Republican presidents. He is a New York Times bestselling author and a longtime friend and advisor of President Donald Roger Trump. Stone. As an outspoken libertarian, Stone has appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Troy Smith, and I have the honor today of guest hosting this show for my friend Roger Stone, who sadly could not be with us today. I want to thank all of you for tuning in and let you know that we are in a place as a country where giant corporations that control the flow of information throughout the internet are now angling towards the 2024 election, and they are taking precautions to control the damage done by truthful media throughout the United States. And they do this through censorship, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, as the editor-in-chief of Rare.us, have been dealing with the censorship for many uh, months now, as I started in January. But as, uh, as we've gone on here, and the exposure that you have given us by watching these episodes and clicking the articles and going to Rare.us and watching all of this unfold has created a situation where Rare is really doing a lot of damage to the Biden administration. Now, I think it's important to highlight that we are not doing this damage out of some kind of political narrative. We are doing this by simply showing video of Joe Biden. And ladies and gentlemen, I look at the stats for Rare every single day as a site, you know, editor-in-chief, that's what I'm supposed to do. And what I find, it's not the long-form political discussions about Joe Biden and his policies that tend to do really well. It's the videos showing Joe Biden being Joe Biden that tend to do really well. And I think this is for a couple reasons, but mainly uh, when you look at independents and Democrats, I think that there is a lot of questions on that side as to whether Joe Biden is the guy that can represent their values, especially as it pertains to the Democrat party. 
Now, they have a lot of questions about Joe Biden, and a lot of those questions have to do with his mental acuity, his mental ability at this point. And when you show Joe Biden, just not doctored footage, not AI edited footage, as they've put out about Roger Stone so many times before, just raw footage of the president from the White House is enough to do damage to this president. And because of that, what we have done at Rare has been attributed to a political motive. And recently, CNN ran an entire article and, 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 a, and a, a whole segment of one of their shows dedicated to one of our syndicates and even highlighted some of Rare's articles that we've produced on Joe Biden. Now, within this piece, CNN makes the false claim that our headline was attacking Joe Biden. Our headline was not attacking Joe Biden. Our headline was simply highlighting what he did in the video. And the headline was about him giving up mid-speech. Now, we've prepared this video for you all here, so you can make your own decision as to what you believe is the truth and what is not. We have the video of Biden struggling to read from his teleprompter, from his notes, and then giving up mid-speech and saying, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. So before we get to the CNN segment, just to put it in context, because you have to realize, ladies and gentlemen, this is the article that was used to attack Rare, to attack me and my work, and to claim that I am right-wing fringe for this headline. So if I could ask, could we please roll the video of Joe Biden struggling to read from his notes and teleprompter and then giving up in the middle of his speech so the people out there can watch this. So today I'm pleased to announce we're working with Congress to invest $40 billion in our Pacific Islands Infrastructure Initiative. We call it the PI, anyway, it doesn't matter what we call it, but that's what it is. <laughs> I was going to get back to acronyms and I'm going to, I'm going to withstand not doing that. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, Biden struggles to read from the notes, then he gives up mid-sentence on stating what he was trying to talk about. And that's not some politically motivated witch hunt like we see against President Trump. That's not some uh, right-leaning outlet trying to make something that it isn't. That is exactly what the headline depicts exactly what was shown in the video. I didn't create the footage. I didn't take the footage. The footage exists because people are always taping things at the White House. So for, this, for the small fact that we published video of the President of the United States, CNN has determined that we are right-wing fringe. And people like Jim Acosta, who has a history of lying, who has a history of spreading fake news, Lest we forget who was the news outlet that was outside Roger Stone's house the morning that the FBI crashed into his home and arrested him. It was CNN. So there is a pattern of attacks by CNN. And when we're talking about this article that was put out on the attack against Rare, um, I kind of had to sit back and laugh a little bit because this is CNN. This is Jim Acosta, literally called fake news, folks. They, they are literally known as fake news CNN. 
And yet there's still people out there who find CNN to be a credible source. They actually put out their information as if this is a legitimate news source. How many times does CNN have to be at the forefront of political controversy where they're caught uh, with, with, with Rogers, on Rogers' FBI raid? They're there before the FBI raid, whether it was pushing the phony Russian collusion hoax. How many times, ladies and gentlemen, has CNN been caught flat out lying about what they're talking about? And hundreds of times. They're known for fake news, ladies and gentlemen. So when they come out and they say, well, actually, this is right wing fringe and this isn't real news. And the, the, the name of the article was actually Microsoft is ruining the news. So let me explain this just so people can understand as an outlet. We have contracts with all kinds of different places for syndication. Um, every article that we don't specifically exclude from our syndicate goes onto the site. It's not selected. It's not a process of an AI going out there and finding an article and highlighting that. It's based on engagement. It's based on views. So you put up an article and sometimes it goes to the very top. Sometimes it doesn't. And it's like, it's not an AI selected thing. This is a deal that we have had with Microsoft to, to have our news put on MSN, uh, the, the news site that is on so many desktop computers around the world. And CNN in this article claims that our articles are being selected because of AI. And, and, and it claims that AI has something to do with this. Now, when you really get down to it, the problem is, and, and CNN admits this readily in their piece, CNN is also featured on MSN. And if you went and looked at the recent post from Rare and from MSN, you would see that our engagement, our viewership is larger than CNN's. We get a higher engagement rate sometimes than Fox News. And that's just the, 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 the truth about where we have been so effective. MSN has been a huge thing. I've reached over 75 million people there uh, just in the last few months. And CNN now mounting this attack, claiming that I'm right-wing fringe, that is not true. Uh, claiming that, that the articles are selected by AI, it is completely false. All of these things stated by CNN are completely false. And if you really want to understand how serious the attacks are against people who are trying to be truthful, people who are trying to show you real evidence, people who are trying to show you exactly what's going on in this country, we're even being censored now. I happen to think it's a major deal that I was censored off of Microsoft because I covered the president of the United States. I didn't make anything up. I didn't come up with some fake phony source like CNN does time and time and time again to fit the narrative that I wished. I waited for Joe Biden to do something before I showed him. I watched him on camera, took a clip of the video and posted it. And for that, I have been censored. It shows you where we're at and in this country at this point, and it shows you how serious the attacks are against free information. So I'm going to ask, now that we've had this buildup, we've kind of talked through exactly what's going on here. I want uh, to run this clip from CNN, and we're going to run it in its entirety so that you people can get an idea of the hatchet job that this thing really was. And I happen to believe, you know, you're going to see it here. 
but they put our article up with about four different articles. None of the other four articles are any have anything to do with what we posted about. They were hypotheticals. They were anonymous source says they had nothing to do with the factual reporting that we put out there. And I happen to believe that we were specifically targeted because of the effect that we are having. And I want you to keep that in mind. So if we could just roll the CNN clip of, of, of them disparaging and lying about my work and what we do at Rare, if we just run that now so the people out there could see this hatchet job and exactly what it is. If you've been on Microsoft's homepage lately, you may have noticed some interesting headlines from a conspiracy theory that the latest surge in COVID-19 is being orchestrated by the Democratic Party. Of course, that's not true. To an obituary calling a late NBA player useless. Our Donio Sullivan has been looking into why. Uh, and Doni, a lot of this comes down to uh, company decisions on artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is just now seeping into everything. Yeah. And causing chaos, it seems. And nowhere else, uh, nowhere more so than, than Microsoft, apparently. Yeah. I think a lot of people will say Microsoft News, but hundreds of millions of people get their news from Microsoft because if you buy a sure. PC, a computer, that's your homepage very often and there's news there. Up until 2018, Microsoft had 800 journalists working for them. Now, all that work is mostly done by AI. Have a look. Wow. It felt like I was uh, standing in line at the grocery store reading a National Enquirer, you know, front page. Ferris Kawar is talking about Microsoft's homepage, also known as MSN.com. It's among the top visited news websites in the U.S. and around the world. It's absolutely a huge site. It's, you know, installed on a lot of machines that come with uh, Windows software on it, so people sometimes get that as a default as their news source. But over the last few months, bizarre and false stories have begun appearing on MSN.com. False claims that President Biden fell asleep during a moment of silence after the Maui wildfire, an obituary that called a late NBA player useless, and a false story claiming a California politician had resigned after attacks by Elon Musk. You had to be responsible in what you put on the site because so many people would read it and could be swayed by it. Rin Pfeiffer was a contracted editor at MSN.com. Her job involved selecting stories from news outlets across the world to feature on Microsoft's site. She was one of more than 800 editors employed by Microsoft as of 2018. Uh, I was there on and off for eight years before I got laid off uh, to be replaced by AI. But in 2020, Rin and her colleagues were told they were losing their jobs. CNN obtained a recording of the call announcing the layoffs. Editors at Microsoft, they were told, were being replaced by AI automation. It's kind of full steam ahead for automating all of the content. Did you ever think you'd have a situation where you'd be replaced by AI? No, not in a million years, but here we are. MSN has agreements with major news organizations, including CNN, that allows it to put their reporting on its site. But recently, fringe right-wing sites have been featured prominently on its homepage, including headlines like these attacking President Biden. Seeing what I'm seeing here with MSN is just scary to me. Like, that can translate to tangible votes. If they were going to have a... Uh, a front page that is all about news, then they should take that responsibility seriously and understand that it has implications for society. After his computer software updated, Ferris Kauer's default homepage changed to Microsoft. That's 
when he began to notice something strange. I think Microsoft is a fairly trustworthy company. I don't think of them as political in any way. The content that was being pushed definitely skewed to the right. Bidenomics proved Joe Biden is a buffoon from American Insider. Yeah, that would not have been there before. Rin Pfeiffer said she believes this is all happening because Microsoft replaced editors with AI. I'm still appalled that they have these websites that seem like fronts. Mm. Like, that are not legit news sources pumping out this information on the homepage. Let's keep AI under the control of people. It needs to be safe. But Microsoft won't say how many people it has in control of its news AI. Rin said the editors who worked on her team, who were hired through a subcontractor, were all laid off. What's the most important thing that our society needs to know at this point in our history, where an editor, a human, can make those determinations, and it really concerns me that AI is, is being used. On Tuesday, The Guardian newspaper wrote to Microsoft President Brad Smith to express its concerns about Microsoft's use of AI. Microsoft published a story from The Guardian about Lily James, a 21-year-old who was found dead in Sydney, Australia. Microsoft then published an AI-generated poll next to the story asking readers, what do you think is the reason behind the woman's death? The Guardian CEO wrote in the letter, Not only is this sort of application potentially distressing for the family of the individual who is the subject of the story, it is also deeply damaging to The Guardian's hard-won reputation for trusted, sensitive journalism. A day later, Microsoft said it had launched an investigation and shut off its AI polling feature. A spokesperson told CNN that in 2021, the company shifted to a system that picks stories by an algorithm. The spokesperson said we are committed to addressing the recent issue of low quality articles contributed to the feed and are working closely with our content partners to identify and address issues to ensure they are meeting our standards. A lot of people don't dig deep and do their own homework to fact check anything or they take things at face value. There's far too much of that. And so they read this and they take it as the factual truth. So, Jim, as you can see there, uh, Microsoft did not make a person available to speak to us. Notice that. Um, Brad Smith, Microsoft's president, uh, really is kind of on the lecture circuit around the world, telling people how they should be responsible with AI. Uh, but as we can see here, uh, Microsoft's own AI is messing up the news. And potentially, as we go into election year, hundreds of millions of people, m tens of millions of Americans still go to this website daily. Yeah, uh, could you know potentially play, in, play into the election? And not to put a technical term on it, but it seems like AI generates a lot of crap. A lot of crap. Hopefully, <laughs> our jobs are safe for a while. A little Jim, while longer. AI is not replacing the, all the journalists just yet. We hope. All right, we hope. Uh, Tony, great story. Thanks Thank so you. much. Good to see you in person. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I mean, folks, the idea that CNN is sitting there saying, "Oh, it's it's almost like there's a fr it's a front organization." You mean like uh, I don't know, NBC, CBS, ABC, you know, all those organizations that do the bidding of the Democrat Party every single day? I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that is just the most unbelievable thing, and it is, it is really ridiculous uh, when you when you hear them say things like, "Well, that could actually affect the polling." <laughs> You're kidding, really? You know, I, it's it's like they've gotten so crazed about trump they've they've become so focused on stopping trump and and they don't even recognize that the guy that they elected is not even all there 
He's not all there. If you watch President Biden on a daily basis, you come to the conclusion that this guy has some serious mental issues and they don't get better. He can go away for two weeks on vacation and he comes back and it's just as bad, if not worse than when he left. This guy is deteriorating in front of our eyes. And because I pointed that out, because I showed video of the president of the United States, they want to ban me. And, and let me tell you right now, I've been dealing with Microsoft for the last two weeks, folks. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not, it, it, it has not been what they're claiming, that they're working with people, that, they're, that, they're, that they are you know, going by the books and they're, they're working uh, on our editorial standards. I will tell you right now, there was a point for, let's see, we started with MSN in June. There was a point where it, on the main article scroll of MSN, which is about, I don't know, eight to 10 articles, you would see four or five of Rare's articles. These articles were put at the very top. Now they all, they all didn't have to do with Biden, but a lot of them had to do with uh, politics and things like that, but not all of them had to do with Biden. And what you have to realize, folks, is that we were exemplifying their editorial standards. They were encouraging us to continue producing this content. And it wasn't until fake news CNN lied about us that they decided to uh, take us out. And look, we don't have a road to recovery yet. Uh, and we're going to get back into that here, folks. Again, we have to take a break. I'm Troy Smith, the editor-in-chief of Rare.us. This is the Stone Zone. I'm filling in for Roger today. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of the break here, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. I'm excited to announce that you've all made my pillow too... My towels solve the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com 
I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your guest host today, Troy Smith, editor in chief of Rare.us, filling in for Roger Stone. And uh, we just, on the other side, or on the back side of this, we just showed you CNN's attack against me and my work. And, uh, you know, folks, just to get a better understanding, I feel like I need to uh, do some explaining here because I've never really gotten into how I got into doing this. Um, I was uh, 21 years old. Um, I just come off the pandemic and my work experience after high school was really simple jobs. I was a stalker at a Total Wine. If you don't know what a Total Wine is, it's like a Costco, but for beer. Um, and for a while there, I was driving Monday, Wednesday, Friday across uh, town there in Maryland to get to um, get to the Total Wine. And from 5 a.m. to like 11 a.m., I would just unload boxes and boxes of beers and stuff. And uh, I did that for a while. And then the pandemic hit. Um, and during the pandemic, I started reading a lot because we all obviously had a lot of hand uh, time on our hands, especially if you lived in a blue state, which I did at the time uh, in Maryland. And I began reading about liberty and thomas jefferson and the tyranny that our founding fathers experienced and and what they did in response to that and i don't know about you guys but because of the nature of the revolutionary war with militias and it not being organized you know it's it's a war that i feel like is not talked about a lot in school and we hear obviously that you know uh Obviously, America won the revolution and, you know, beat the British, but we don't really hear about what led up to that. And I think that's the most important thing um, to look at because our founding fathers had a had a core belief of liberty. And we have a lot of leftists today who go around saying, oh, Thomas Jefferson owned slaves or George Washington owned slaves. And what these people are doing is they are taking the standards of today and applying them to hundreds of years ago which just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It was a different world back then. And owning slaves, um, as abhorrent as that is, was not something that was um, even frowned upon at the time. People just owned slaves. That's how things were. And obviously, uh, Thomas Jefferson is a perfect example in this because this is a guy who passed a bill in Virginia to ban the, the importation of slaves before most of the country ever did. So, while the leftist told me that Thomas Jefferson was a racist because he owned slaves, at the same time, he banned the slave trade and he worked to weed out slavery. And as a president, I mean, he has a tremendous track record. So as a young man, I read all of this and kind of soaked it in and said, wow, 
you know, this is not something that we see today. And I think the thing that was absent, you know, that I noticed um, is that core belief. These people believed in freedom and liberty to the point that they were willing to literally sign their death warrant over it. And if you look at the history of it, the Declaration of Independence, people said at the time that that was a death warrant. And that's why the large signature of John Hancock is 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 such you know, legend as it's right behind me, actually, uh, you know, the, the, the large signature is such a big statement because it's saying, this is my death warrant. I'm going to sign it bigger than everybody else. So as I learned about the founding fathers and I learned about their vision for this country, the people who wrote the constitution, and then I saw the COVID restrictions, especially under Rhino Republican, Larry Hogan in Maryland, I noticed how at odds the two were. And I started to think to myself, well, you know, you could just go back to school. You could just play by the rules um, now that you're coming out of COVID. And you could try to bring that freedom and liberty back through uh, kind of the conventional ways of doing things, going to school. So on January 8th, 2021, I rode up to a local community college, um, which was about 30 minutes away from my house. And it was more of a rural area. The place that I was living was closer to the city. And in a place like Baltimore, the closer you get to the city, the less nice things are. And so I was thinking, you know, maybe if you go out to a more rural part of Maryland, you go to college there, things will be different. And I got out of my car and it was at the time they were doing masks. And, you know, I was like, I just had to take my placement exam. So I'll put it under my nose. So I put the mask under my nose and I walked in and uh, immediately they wanted to QR code my phone. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And then they wanted to temperature temperature check me as well. I said, no, I'm not doing that. So I just walked out. I just said, no, I'm not doing that. You know, I appreciate the rules of your establishment, but uh, no, thank you. And I walked out. And when I walked outside, I, I removed my mask while I was outside. And the cop came bolting out. Now, this guy had three masks on. He was all padded up. I mean, this dude was like so scared of COVID. <laughs> you know the type. You see him out there. There's still a few stragglers uh, hanging out there. You see with the mask and everything. But uh, he chased me out of the door and he said, you have to wear that mask outside. And I said, I'm not putting it on. I'm not wearing the mask outside. I'm not doing that. And he was getting in my face, you know, completely defeating the, the whole purpose at the time of six feet uh, you know, it just highlighted how this was not anything to do with COVID or safety or anything like that. It was just a, an avenue for people with little man syndrome and people with power problems to be able to exercise their full authority on you. And I was uh, walked to my car and they actually called uh, more police there and they told me if you ever come back here, you know, you'll be trespassed, that kind of thing. Um, and I said to the cop, as I was walking to the car, I said, you know that this is not about COVID. You know that this is not about COVID. You know they're going to come for your job and they're going to come for your pension. And this is about destroying the U.S. economy. And he was just, you know, barking back and forth. And I don't have a problem admitting that at that point in my life, when your parents and your grandparents and your family members and everybody's telling you college is the way to go forward, to go to a college and have them literally trespass you with the police was like, you know, this is where we're at. Um, and it was at that point that I realized if I wanted to make a change, if I wanted to make an impact, I was not going to be able to do it through the conventional methods. So it was at that point that I started my own website called launchliberty.com. 
And I just started covering the COVID stuff. I covered Larry Hogan. I covered, you know, local stuff. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually we started covering national stuff and interviewing people in California and across the country. I think I did a, like 92 of the Troy Smith show on Rumble, which you can still look up to this day. The episodes are still up there. Um, and writing articles and doing my own show, I just kind of existed for a couple years there. Um, and I, I didn't make money, you know, I, I lost a lot of money doing it. Um, but I said to myself, well, if I could just, if I could just figure this out, if I could, just, you know, and, and the money is really secondary, ladies and gentlemen, because when you're able to make an impact, like we, like I was able to do in Maryland, and you're able to expose things that people aren't able to expose and, and you're riding that wave, it's easy to forget about your financial well being, it's easy to forget about all of those kind of things. So I was able to exist um, off of the small amount of money that I had from my ad revenue for about two years. Um, and then one day, uh, I got a call from a, a guy that also operates another uh, Maryland news outlet. And he had seen that I was covering the national politics more and more and more. And he said to me, uh, you know, I work for this company and we have an outlet that is uh, not doing too well and we want to bring you on as the uh, political editor. And I, of course, you know, this is always what I wanted to do. So I accepted the job, of course. And since that point, I'm happy to report that this year I've reached over 125 million people. Over 125 million people have read my articles this year. Um, and and from, from two years ago, I mean, I was lucky to get a couple million. So I don't come at this from a political establishment perspective. My parents were not in politics. My grandparents were not in politics. I had no connections to the political world. Everything that I have in this realm is because I went through hell and I fought my way out of it. And then to have somebody like Jim Acosta sit up there and say that I'm some kind of right-wing fringe because I reported on Joe Biden. Um, it's just, it's really questionable uh, in my mind. And, and, and I think the way, the context that you saw that we were put into a, a, uh, a slide of articles that really had nothing to do with what we were talking about, um, to me, it speaks to the effectiveness of what I've been able to do with Rare. And our articles, you know, I'm not saying that you're going to read them and they're Pulitzer Prize stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And we do produce some long form content that I think beats the hell out of anything you will see out there. Um, but the main course of what we're serving up is just firsthand video, firsthand evidence, stuff that is easy, accessible, understandable. And it's sort of a change to the way that print journalism has been produced in the past. It's sort of a change to the way that things have been presented. And because of the success on MSN and our other syndicates and the success of Rare overall, we see that that format works. And I think what terrifies them is that it works. It terrifies them that the media is becoming less centralized. It terrifies them that somebody could create a career for themselves and to challenge the status quo on a national level. You heard it in that piece, ladies and gentlemen, they are worried that my articles and my content at rare.us are actually having an effect on the presidential polls. Now, while I would say, you know, thank you for that beautiful compliment, uh, I think really Joe Biden is the problem here. 
You know, uh, people want to say, oh, well, his polls are dipping because of the MSN articles. Well, yeah, that's true. But what are the MSN articles? It's not it's not that the articles are causing it. What's in the articles? Is it some kind of propaganda? No, it's just video of Joe Biden. And that's something we can't forget. It's something that we can't move past because and, and we're going to get into uh, more topics here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to stick on this all day, but, you know, when we're talking about Jim Acosta in particular, this is a guy we all saw the way he behaved uh, when Trump was president. We all saw him uh, put his hands on a White House intern. Um, and I we've pulled that clip here today. So as I just told you where I come from, I just told you how I got to where I'm at. And I want you to remember, this is the guy we're dealing with. My past, I've told you my past. Let's look at Jim Acosta's past and let's look at what he's done. And let's see how he's treated people. And let's see him put his hands on a White House intern in this video that we've pulled for you today. Watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Well, since it's Jim, I gotta go with Jim. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I wanted to challenge you on, on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign. Uh, in, in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That, well, if Let's you don't go. mind, Let's Mr. Go. President, that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, I, Mr. President, I consider it to be an as invasion. As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that. I why, it. Why, did you, why did you characterize it as such? Uh, because I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But do you think that you demonized immigrants in not this election no, to try I to want keep them, I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally. You know, they have to come in, Jim, through a process. I want it to be a process. And I want people to come in, and we need right. the people. Your you know, campaign, wait, your campaign. Wait, wait, you know why we need the people, don't you? Because we have hundreds of companies moving in. We need the people. Right. But your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so that's on. True. It poor, it, but they it, weren't it, actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors. Well, no, it's true. Do you think they were actors? They weren't actors. They didn't come from Hollywood. Right. These were these were people. This was an actual. You know, it happened a few days ago, and uh, they're hundreds of miles away. Though they're hundreds and hundreds of miles away. That, that's I not an invasion. Should, honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let would me be ask, much better. If I, if I okay, may ask one enough. other question, Mr. President, if I may, if I may uh, ask Peter, one other ahead. question, are you worried? Of, that's enough. That's Mr. enough. Mr. President, I, that's well, I was going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. Mr. President, me. that's enough. Mr. President, I had one other Peter, question. If I may ask on on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that? That you may have I'm not concerned about anything with you the may have Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation? Mr. President. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. I, I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter. Go in, ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts. Well, I'm not like a big fan of us. yours either. So I you understand. Know, to be honest. So let, me, so let me ask you a question, if I can. You repeatedly you said. Are, you are the best. Mr. President, you repeatedly, over the course okay, of. Okay, just sit down, please. Well, when you when you report fake news, no, when you report fake news, which CNN does a lot. You are the enemy of the people. Go ahead. Mr. President, over the course over the course of the last several days of the campaign, sir. And as you see, ladies and gentlemen, he put his hands on a White House intern, a female White House intern, 
Um, so as far as, you know, getting attacked by Jim Acosta, look, there are some consequences for this, but I think it shows, you know, that you're over the target. And in this field, it's important for all Americans to remember um, that when you're doing the right thing, when you are showing uh, evidence that Joe Biden maybe isn't exactly all there mentally just by showing the videos of him, uh, you become an enemy of the establishment and you become an enemy of places like CNN. And personally, I wear that as a badge of honor. Thank you, Jim Acosta, for attacking me. Uh, thank you for having a history of being a total scumbag. And thank you for being somebody uh, that I can gladly say is not a fan of my work. I really appreciate it. And I think, you know, ladies and gentlemen, it speaks to the overall situation that the world is in, that I'm being censored for talking about Joe Biden. Because what Joe Biden's doing is he's allowing for a realignment of the world powers. And we talked about this in a show with Roger that we did a couple weeks ago, um, talking about Iranian oil exports to China. Now, it's important to understand that Iran, uh, under the Biden administration, is like spreading out through the Middle East. And they're moving, uh, they've moved most heavily into Iraq. I have sources who are in contact with Iraqi officials who tell me that the oil fields, the oil production in Iraq has basically been completely taken over by Iranian-backed militias, the same militias, by the way, that are attacking U.S. officials in Syria and in Iraq. So these groups are not only in control of the oil production, but they're also um, really, uh, really not really caring that the U.S. is there. They are like firing at our troops and they've injured and maimed a lot of our soldiers over the last few weeks. And it's a major problem. Um, and, and to understand the levity of this, uh, Iran went from basically not on the list because they couldn't export much oil because of their sanctions, the sanctions by the, by, or by the Trump administration and uh, some sanctions by the UN as well. Biden has lifted those, the UN has lifted those. And all of a sudden, Iran is now the number two oil uh, exporter to China. So of all the countries in the world, second to, to import oil into China is, is Iran. And it used to be Saudi Arabia was number two, but now Iran has kind of taken their spot. So Iran has their militias all throughout the Middle East, and they're siphoning oil from Iraq and other places into Iran and then using that to send it to the Chinese. Now, that's important to remember because if you really want to understand where things, where the power is located, all you have to do is follow the energy. And if you look at where the energy is going, it's all China. And China has been able, with, with Biden going out in Afghanistan and getting 13 troops killed there, uh, China's been able to establish a hell of a relationship with the Taliban. Uh, China is all over the Middle East. And it just so happens that one of China's main world economic competitors is Israel. So all of these nations that are attacking Israel and now uh, coalescing over the annihilation of the state of Israel, all have one thing in common. They all have a great relationship with communist China. Uh, and, and China might not be launching the rockets themselves, but China is providing the money via energy imports and exports to, China is providing the money via oil they receive from Iran uh, to, to, to fund attacks against Israel. And it's important for people to recognize this because under Joe Biden, this has all been allowed to happen. And if you look at who China's number one oil importer is, it's Russia. 
So the Russia-China relationship has also grown extreme, you know, to a, to an extreme extent since Biden took office. And it, you guys, if you're really looking at this, you have to understand China is the the main competitor for the United States on the world stage. They're not just in the Middle East. They're not just in the Pacific. They're also in Latin America. They're also in, I mean, they're in Panama. Uh, they've all but taken over the Panama Canal. So on the world stage, China is supplanting the United States and they're doing so under President Joe Biden. And if we look at the meeting between Biden and Xi just yesterday, we see that Biden's pro-China. I mean, he had U.S. service members flying the Chinese flag. So on the other side of this break, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about the implications of those pro-Chinese policies heading forward and what exactly we can do to kind of combat that um, heading into 2024 and combating the censorship as well. We'll see you on the other side of this break here, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're enjoying the Stone Zone with guest host. Uh, I'm your guest host, Troy Smith. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen, use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. This is Roger Stone. You know, Winston Churchill loved a good cigar. So did Jack Kennedy, Mark Twain, and other notables. Whether you're an occasional cigar smoker or a regular cigar smoker, you need to know about my Patriot cigars. These are premium handmade cigars out of Nicaragua made with 100% long filler tobacco aged at least three years to give you the best possible smoke. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use promo code STONE and you get 15% off. There's also free shipping for orders over $100. Every box of cigars comes with a $10 e-gift card for your next purchase. Yes, 
It's a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com and don't forget to use the promo code STONE. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your guest host, Troy Smith, here on the Stone Zone. And I just want to take a minute to tell all of you, uh, please go and check out the products with MyPillow. Please check out the cigars. Help Roger uh, any way you can in continuing this fight because uh, he is so he is such an effective fighting force and he is somebody you know they tell you they tell you don't meet your heroes and and i can tell you that uh i've i've met some of them and and that is true for a lot of people it is not true for roger stone he lives up to everything he says and uh as far as somebody who's credible and and completely dedicated to the truth there's no better than roger stone so please support this broadcast any way you can it's such a valuable piece in the war uh, that we are fighting here and it's an information war and uh, that's why it's important also that you share this show it's important that you take this link and share it around and check out other episodes of the stone zone um, it's also important folks that you go to rare.us because um, as i stated we are under attack and we have been very effective in fighting uh the the wrongful representation of the biden administration that goes on in the mainstream media and for that we have been punished and the way we can get around that ladies and gentlemen is that you go to rare.us you can bookmark our page and come back every day because we always have the best content for you uh, we always have uh, content coming up there every single day whether it's the weekend or you know middle of the week whenever folks we are always on at rare.us and it's because of that that we have been punished and we're, we were getting in so why is why is showing joe biden as this feeble you know old man that he is why is that such a problem well because under his administration and under that kind of uh lack of leadership the worst elements of leftism which i would say you know radical islam is pretty leftist when it comes to uh not when it comes to social things but as far as authoritarian control as far as uh, creating a central power uh, you know, the leftists have kind of emboldened radical Islam for many, many, many years. Um, and you see this through the groups like we saw the pro-Palestine uh, protesters bust into the DNC headquarters just a few days ago. There's a tremendous amount of overlap between radical Islam and the radical left, and they're almost the same thing. And when you look at the shock troops used by the CNNs of the world, the uh, you know, the, the Democrat National Committee, you look at Antifa, you look at some of these groups, um, you really, it's hard to distinguish between some of the groups sometimes because whether it's BLM or Antifa or pro Hamas people, they kind of act all the same. Um, and the point of all of that, all of those points there is that Western values are under attack. And people ask me, you know, right now the, the topic of Israel is so hot. Everybody's talking about it. And people don't realize that standing for Israel, not, you know, you don't have to be waving an Israeli flag, but saying that they have the right to defend themselves is about allowing the West to defend itself from the onslaught of barbaric savagery that exists in these places where we don't have Western values. And if for any of these people that that support Hamas support Palestine if they were actually placed in Gaza for five seconds they'd be running for the Israeli border for protection because they wouldn't last five seconds and there's something really morbid about that there's something really awful about a group of people 
kind of rooting for their own demise. I feel the same about the LGBTQ community because you see overlap with those and the Hamas people. It's like, do you realize what they would do to you in Gaza? If you're an LGBTQ person, do you realize that they would throw you off a roof and have you executed? I don't think that it even occurs to them. It's almost like a bumper sticker or a or, or something that they can just say, yeah, I, I, Black Lives Matter, I, I'm with the cause. Um, it's, it's a fear-based thing, and it's, it, it, it is a radical Islam is terror. They rule through terror. And if you go to these European countries where they have Muslim no-go zones and you can't even go into certain areas of these countries anymore because the Muslims have taken over, you see that they are not pro-Western. They have no, they have, they have no uh, reason to assimilate because they're allowed to be in these areas where they can just have total domination and control. And that's not what we can have in the West. We have to stop that from happening. And in places like Israel, places like Europe, we have to see a return to law and order. We have to see a return to the ability of the average person to go through their life without being in danger. And as we've seen things escalate in Europe over the last decade with radical Islam, American cities have just gotten about as worse, if, if as bad, if not worse, ladies and gentlemen. You can't go to places like Chicago at night and walk around. You can't go to places like Baltimore, where I used to live right outside of, and walk around anymore. And it got tremendously worse during my lifetime, and I was only born in 2000. So we're talking 23 years. Things have gotten extremely worse. And... It's across the board. And as things continue to get worse, the rabid hatred of anybody who stands for what we talked about with the founding fathers, who stands for liberty and for truth and what this country was founded on, the hatred and attacks against those people and the, the, the broad span of who they're attacking continues to expand. So I'm here to tell you, the American people, you can run, you can hide but you'll never get away from the radical leftist censorship that we have here in the United States. And mark my words, we're going to see a contraction coming here, whether it be Facebook, whether it be MSN, whether it be, you know, across the board, there's going to be a massive push for censorship heading into this 2024 election. And any outlet that isn't about free speech like Rare or the Stone Zone here, any outlet that is not dedicated to truth is going to become aligned with the new world order. That is what we are dealing with here, folks. A new world order where radical Islam and radical leftism endanger the lives of everyday people who are just trying to make ends meet. And as things continue to go down this path, the people who are struggling to make ends meet are becoming less and less able to make ends meet because the money's devaluing and the prices are increasing and everything is going through the roof. For average, everyday working Americans, life has become intolerable under the Biden administration. Things have gotten uncomfortable under the Biden administration. And I happen to believe there's no, it's, it's not a coincidence that he also struggles every time he steps out into public. And I think what is at play here, I think you have the Democrat National Committee kind of running the show. 
There are shadow figures within that party, like your Hillary Clintons, your Barack Obamas, that are truly calling the shots. And what we are seeing right now is what the leftists in this country would do with total unilateral control of the executive branch. And it is horrifying. They have attacked and arrested their political opponents. They have worked in every way to undermine the constitutional liberties of every single American. And there's no stopping them unless we come together as a country and say, we believe in what the founding fathers stated in the Declaration of Independence. We believe in what the Constitution states. We believe that we are a nation under God and that our rights are derived from that God and not from man. If we do not take back our liberties as a country and realize that they, we have such a, a conglomerate of these big tech companies trying to censor and silence anybody who speaks out that we have no chance at all. I believe in this country and I believe in you, the American people. That's why I want you to go to rare.us, check out my work. I'm Troy Smith, the editor in chief of rare.us and you can check out uh, all of our content. We do all kinds of stuff there. And I wanna thank Roger Stone for having me guest host this show. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that uh, we'll, we'll see you again sometime very soon here. Go ahead and check out the products from MyPillow and have a beautiful weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. My towels solve the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, 35, fulls, 29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets. And because of this, I've been able to add more colors, sizes, and even prints. And they're still at closeout prices. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my king size, only $39 a set queens $35 full $29 and twin size just $25 order now once they're gone they're gone for good